One moment I was listening to my sisters Jane, Lydia, and Kitty sing out on the seventh day of Christmas, and the next I was yanked from the zebra crossing by a rather large, shaggy dog. A dark sedan smashed the side of one of my shopping bags as the driver skidded through the red light. The tosser was likely rushing from one holiday party to the next. He never stopped. Lizzie! Jane's scream hung in the icy air as I stumbled over the curb. I collapsed on the snow-coated sidewalk, the dog releasing his bite on my sleeve. My sisters dropped their bags and fell to my side. Even my other sister Mary paused in her nattering monologue on the commercialism of Christmas to tend to me. The dog sniffed my head and neck and then worked his way to my boots, as if checking me for injuries. I patted his woolly head and hugged his smelly neck. He had saved my life. Lizzie, speak to me. Are you hurt? Jane took off her glove and touched my chilled face with fingers that felt like frozen butterflies. I took off my gloves, pocketed them, and took a quick inventory of my injuries. My toes were still in place, although I could barely feel them for the cold. My bum ached from landing on it, but otherwise I was surprisingly in one piece. Jane held my left arm and Mary my right as they helped me to my feet. The disheveled hound stood by my side, gazing up through a mass of tangled white hair. I'm not hurt, I said, thanks to my new friend here. I bet to check the dog's neck for a collar. Nothing. I scanned the street for his owner, but saw no one. This poor fellow must be lost. We should bring him to the animal center, Mary said. You would do no such thing. I turned to follow the sound. It belonged to a little girl, not more than six or seven. She was poorly dressed in a skimpy brown duster, the sleeves barely covering her wrists. Buttons were missing, and the coat popped open in places, exposing a stained pinkish dress. Her curly blonde hair, knotted in a dirty mass, formed a grubby halo. Her eyes were such a pale shade of blue, they appeared almost colorless. She bore a red welt across her left cheek, a handprint. I bent to speak to her. The child drew herself up to her full height, which wasn't much. Kindly don't stoop to speak to me. My hearing is quite good, she said. Allowing for her condition, she carried herself with great dignity. I stood. Is this your dog? He saved my life. His name is Sammy. With a flick of her hand, the dog was at her side. He slurped her fingers and stood at attention. I gave her my most gentle smile. My name is Lizzie Bennett. These are my sisters, Jane, Mary, Kitty, and Lydia. She nodded a greeting with a quick flash of her crystal eyes at each of the girls then refocused on me. I felt her sizing me up. Friend or foe? Are you lost, dear? I asked. She ignored my question and extended her hand. Name's Annie Jones. I shook her cold, tiny hand. Let's get you home, love, I said. The weather is turning foul. This is not a day for children or grown-ups to be about. I'd rather not. 
Sammy and I have important business to attend to. And what might that be? I asked. The snow had become icicle rain. My sisters discreetly huddled around the child, trying to create a wall of warmth. We're on our way to my auntie's for tea, she said, her voice sounding ever so grown up. Is it nearby? We can take you there by a cab, Jane said. Annie screwed up her face, appearing to fight back tears. I seriously doubted there was an auntie waiting tea for the little ragamuffin and her dog.